Are you always questioning if you're a good enough mom? Are you burning the candle at both ends feeling desperate to find ways to take better care of your family? Welcome to the Busy Farm Mom. I'm your host, Amanda. We will be navigating motherhood, discussing nourishing food choices, holistic wellness, and of course, agriculture. We can gather around as friends in this space while being in our most chaotic stages of life. Whether you're chasing your toddler, preparing endless amounts of meals for your family, driving to work, or running the grain cart, this space is an opportunity to grow and learn simple tips to tackle the doubt that creeps in of, am I a good enough mom? Kick that thought out of your mind and come join our judgment-free zone where we will never question that you're doing a great job, mama. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. We have a special guest from right here in my own state of Nebraska. I'm so excited. I have Heather Nienhauser. Is that how I said it right? You did good. (laughs) I love it. No, you did great. (laughs) So she is our guest on here today, and we're going to have a fun discussion just about farming and oils. So we're kind of both oily gals. So I can't wait for this discussion. It's going to be fun. Me too. It is going to be fun. (laughs) So if you want to, do you just want to start by introducing yourself and telling everybody who you are? Sure. So I am Heather. She said that. I farm with, well, my husband farms with his brother here by York, Nebraska. And we have three kids and I grew up on a farm. So I've kind of, farming has been kind of in my life, my entire life. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we grow corn, soybeans, and we have livestock. We also are starting a popcorn business, and I am home. (laughs) I don't, like, I'm not like a just stay-at-home mom. I have a lot of hats that I'm wearing, obviously, a lot of us. Most stay-at-home moms, I would say, wear a lot of hats. But the easy thing to say is, I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I'm working on getting our popcorn business going. I run an essential oil business and then obviously all the farm wife things that I do. So yeah. Yeah. You, I think hit it right on spot that stay at home moms are not just stay at home moms. They have no. so many things to do. So it's, yes. it's not, it's a complete job. So yes, for sure. That's awesome. I, so wish that I could be a stay-at-home mom <laughs> right now, not in my cards. So I um, understand that. You kind of explained a little bit about agriculture, but just go into, if you want, a little bit more detail, like day-to-day stuff of how it's really part of your family, your livelihood. Just a little bit about that. Okay. So, well, like I said, I'll kind of start beginning to kind of where I got to now. Obviously, I grew up on a farm. I'm the oldest of six. And so I helped my dad swath hay, bale, you know, drive our wagon, all the things like I was like his right hand man until my brothers got old enough. Um, And then they kind of took over and I was in high school. So you know, um, it just worked out well. So I've done a lot of farming, even prior to marrying my husband. And I even when I was looking, like, dating people. (laughs) Like if you were a farmer, that was like a huge, like, yes. Okay. Huge box checked. If you were a farmer, I mean, you didn't have to be a farmer, but if you were, it was great. So 
Yeah. When I, most people are like, I do not want to marry a farmer. I was like the complete opposite. I was like, I want to find a farmer and marry him and raise my kids this way because I have loved agriculture my entire life. And so then obviously got married. I worked in a bank in town for like eight years, I think. And so a lot of my involvement in ag was on like the lending side because it was obviously an ag bank. And so I did a lot of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, bringing meals to the field, stuff like that. But that was about the extent of my involvement in the actual farm, besides being married to him and going out and riding with him and stuff like that. But then I started staying home and then like slowly over time, like we've done, I've been more and more involved. And then about, was that three years ago? I think it was 2021. I went to Natalie Kavorik's Rural Rooted, and I really like realized sharing about agriculture on Instagram was like a huge, I don't know if calling is the right word, but like I was like so excited to share about agriculture and farm life and being a farm wife because I know it's really hard. And I know a lot of people come into this where it's just, especially if they didn't grow up in agriculture, becoming a farm wife, I was like, I just want these people to love it as much as I do. And so, that's kind of where that came in. And then over the last couple of years, I've gotten more involved as far as like, I'll be driving the auger wagon here or grain cart is, I don't know. It's like a debate, auger wagon, grain cart. I will drive that here this fall for the second year. And yeah, so I feel like a lot of our days are just like the normal, like anybody stay at home mom stuff. We just live out in the country and we, you know, bring meals to the field if we have to, or run for parts or stuff like that. So he said, yeah, we do cattle, grain, all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. No, that was a great, a great description. I love that. And just, it seems like there has been a kind of calling to so many of us to share. And that's how I kind of got started. It was like, there's so many people that don't know about it. And I love, I love that you're doing that and highlighting that because it is like, like you said, you want other farm wives getting started to like share the joy and the love for it. And I cannot yeah. that anymore. Like that is awesome. I feel the exact same way. It's so awesome. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. So then you had mentioned you do an oil business. And so yes. let's kind of talk about that, how you incorporate oils into your daily life and your kid's life. Yeah. So a little bit about how I even got started with oils. My oldest was an extremely like colicky baby. And, you know, like the answer to that is, well, you just got to wait it out. And I was determined my whole maternity leave was not going to be him screaming. And so I was like, there's got to be, (laughs) there's got to be another way. And that was about the same time that my cousin had started using essential oils. And I was like, I wonder if there's anything like, I mean, I had not heard of essential oils at all. Um, Nine years, almost 10 years ago now, they were not in stores and they were not like, nobody really had heard of them. There were people who obviously used them for a long time, but I had never heard of them. You didn't really see them on all Amazon and Target and all the places. So it was like a foreign thing to me. And so I just messaged her. I was like, do you think these could help with a colicky baby? And she was so new to it too. She had to ask somebody and then I got oils. And so that's kind of how I started using them was for my kids. 
But I think it was a couple months later, I was like reading, there was like a class or something that I went through that was on like hormones and women's health. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is going to open up a whole new world to me. Just like, I don't just have to be miserable in my cycle every month. And so that's kind of just how they kind of really like came a part of our life. And now like my kids don't even know, (laughs) don't even know there is another life because we're diffusing, we're using it on cuts and scrapes. Like I have like a little, you know, first aid to go that goes in the tractor or the car, you know, wherever we're going. Yeah. Like they know to go grab, they're like, what oil do I need when my tummy hurts? Or, you know, like they know to go grab that stuff. Like I don't even have to, like, it's not even a question at all to them. (laughs) Yes. Yes. so funny how it it serves as so many different things mm-hmm. you don't even realize it like when I got started yeah. it was probably around that 10 years ago nine eight something I lose track mm-hmm. quite and a while <laughs> at the time I didn't have kids and so it was actually just for me for myself and yeah you kind of lose track of time and all the things that actually can happen and they're beneficial for and yeah it's yes we have same same life diffusing yes we, we have our little baggies that every time we go somewhere they yep oils that are for sure taken with and yes yep for it's sure a whole lifestyle and it just it baffles me that so many people like you saying your baby being colicky was reaching out like that first step I have heard so many stories that moms have been with colicky babies and that's how they get started. And uh-huh. I, thank goodness I didn't have to deal with that. God bless my children that I didn't have right. to colicky babies. But yeah, I've heard great success stories and I just, yeah, love sharing about it. And I've seen a lot on your page that you share about it and in your stories all the time. And I think it's great because the more people know, the more benefits that, you know, they can find from it and something that you find helpful, they might not even think of, even right. if using them. And it's just kind of a, I don't know, a trial yeah. type thing. And I mean, literally my page could probably be like an essential oils page if I shared literally everything I used all day, every day. Oh, I- <laughs> but I don't because it'd be so much stuff. Yes, I know. It's like, I don't want to overwhelm people with it. And like, I don't know if people are here for that for me, because like, right, start out sharing with that it was all agriculture. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Uh, do I want to tell people about it? Or am I going to bore people? And then I'm like, at the same time, I shouldn't worry about it. Because right. It's it's helping people. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, like how you grew up. But like, for me, it's not that my parents wouldn't like use medicine, but it wasn't like their first thing they grabbed for. So it's like, it was so natural. Like it was unnatural in the fact that I had no idea how to use essential oils, but it was also natural in the sense that like my mom used more like natural remedies and things like that with us growing up already. So it was like normal for me to kind of think outside of the box there too. Oh, I love that. I was complete opposite. So, I mean, we grew up, really conventionally of using, you know, antibiotics, Tylenol, Advil, you name it. It was all And we did not use those, but yeah. (laughs) But that was the first thing that we reached for because we didn't know any different. And 
I I kind of in my introductions and stuff to the podcast, I have mentioned that I was definitely like sinus infections were my jam, but I mean <laughs> bad way. <laughs> right, right. Uh, like sinus infection every couple months and how much I used antibiotics and it's like, yeah, that's how we grew up and people don't That's my husband. Options, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay, so I want to ask you, and maybe this is this is a way that I think of it because we're entwined in agriculture, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you think of it this way as well. So, do you feel like essential oils are kind of a part of agriculture? I think they definitely are. I think it's getting more and more well-known. And so there's actual, you know, a lot more farms. And because isn't there like a lavender farm in Nebraska? Yes. I think. And she does a bunch of stuff too. Yes. I can't remember her that Instagram, up. but. Yeah. We'll have to look that and share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do think it's becoming more widely known. I've actually visited a couple of the Young Living's farms. Mm-hmm. And my husband got to go to one with me up in Idaho. And it's so funny because like he was talking to the farmers there and they were just literally, it was like him talking to a farmer here. Like it's exactly the same type yeah. of stuff. And so it was just so interesting to like listen to their conversation back and forth about it. And it was funny because he was wearing his case IH hat. And yep. that's why the farmer came over and talked to him because he's like, ah, you're, you're like an actual farmer <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy. I mean, this, like you said, it's exactly, that's what they do. That's mm-hmm. exactly agriculture. And I think people, when they hear essential oils, they forget that. I think yeah. they don't realize truly what, like how they're harvested, what they come from. And mm-hmm. that really they're, was just these plants put on earth for us to use, Mm -hmm. utilize. And a lot of people don't know how to, but they're learning. They're learning through the skills. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That was, that was always a topic. Like, I feel like it's hard to discuss with everyone because not everybody sees the, that side of agriculture and know. So I use doTERRA and they have a lot of videos. I mean, showing, the actual people, you know, growing the plants and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. some of the plants can't be grown, I don't think, in our country. Right. There's a lot, you know, third world countries that actually get compensated for farming these things. Mm -hmm. So people around the world can use the oils from the plants, which I think is so cool because it's like, then you're helping somebody else in agriculture all across the world and you don't even realize it when you purchase. yeah yeah oh for sure I think it definitely is like an economy boost I mean I'm sure it's the same with doTERRA but like you see like Young Living go into these countries and they you know that's like a whole huge place for them to work and to have a consistent income and yeah it's just cool it's very yeah. cool it's it's definitely yeah something like I said that people I don't think realize so mm-hmm I'm not on the farm, and so sometimes that makes it hard for me to uh, be a part of it as much, but believe mm-hmm. me, I, I try to get out there as much as I can, and do yeah. you, so I might have missed it. Did you say that you guys do cow-calf, or what What do you so, do? So, 
there's a whole lot of facets to it. So we have cow calf, and then we also bought a feedlot when it went, they went bankrupt. And so we bought it and mostly because we wanted the pens and to be able to tear out some of them so our pivot could go around. <laughs> it's really why we bought it. And so, but we have the, we have, still have some of the pens left. And so now they are doing bread heifers and selling them as bread heifers. So yeah, we do cow calf, but then we also do bread heifers. All right. You're kind of yeah. hitting a lot of aspects of it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we're, we're hitting all of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I do truly love cow calf. Just being I do too. They're so cute. I know. Seeing from the start and being like that starting aspect of the whole cattle industry, it's mm-hmm. I, I think it's rewarding. I love it. I do too. But there's yeah. a lot of work that goes into it. So Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. Right now, I was looking for my husband the other day. He's like, I'm either at the feedlot or I'm at the shop. Like, those are the only two places I can be. I'm like, well, I couldn't find you at either place. I didn't know where you were. So, (laughs) but yeah, so we actually live about a half mile from where they're working all the time. So sometimes I feel the same. I mean, we're really close, but like, sometimes I don't always know what's going on because I'm not like walking out my front door and they're doing stuff out there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We get thrown into a lot of things with mm-hmm. culture and not knowing where your husband is is one of yes them. <laughs> yes where are you <laughs> uh-huh. yes something like I feel like in the last couple of years we've done a lot together is we always go and irrigate together at night as a family uh, and my kids like by the end like right now they're like oh I don't want to irrigate anymore and I'm like well too bad we're almost done <laughs> but it's like a good family time it is. Family time irrigating is so much fun. My my boys are absolutely like devastated when they don't get to go along. They're still uh-huh. this is fun stage. Oh and, yeah. Um well, we've been irrigating since like May and have not stopped. So, yeah. <laughs> they're over it. Normally they're okay, but they're over it this year. We got a really good month of July. We got a ton of rain. I shouldn't right. say a ton, but enough to not have to irrigate from July 4th until the end of July. Woohoo. That was a very, very, very good break for us. But then we've been going hard since. We haven't got rain yeah. in July. It's, it's been dry, getting back to dry. So yeah. it'll be an interesting yeah. season. But yeah, yeah, it's fun to talk to you and compare compare our agriculture stories and our oil stories and know yes. that we're not that far from each other. I love like I love meeting other farm wives and I think that's such a beauty of like Instagram and just the world we live in today. I think when my mom grow, grew up, she came in, she lived in Wisconsin, like she knew nothing about farming at all. Um and so I think it was just a completely it's, it was a lot more lonely. It still can be very lonely, but it was a lot more lonely because like she's the only one of her friend group that was a farm wife. And so, you know, there's just things that you don't totally understand when you don't live this life. Now, like, oh, you can't just like leave and go on a vacation. No, no, you can't actually. <laughs> I know it sounds that simple, but it's not always that simple. Like there's a lot of preparation to be able to leave and go and do that kind of a thing. So there is planning ahead and yes, it's, 
it's a job in itself. Or it's like quick. I our family vacations were always it rained. We're leaving in the morning. Like, <laughs> like get it all ready. Let's go. Oh yes, rain makes everyone more happy. It does. It does. Every person that I have on my podcast, I am going to ask them this question. So, what is one piece of advice you wish someone would have shared with you about motherhood before you were a mom? Oh, that's such a good one. And I've been thinking about this because thankfully you didn't do that to me on the spot. But I think one piece for me and something I've been working on the last probably two years, because, you know, even with a 10 year old, we're still, I'm still learning so much is that I get to decide. I get to decide how I think about things and my thoughts create my reality. And, you know, I can think about all the hard things, all the things I want to do different, and I can focus on all those things and it can make, you know, I can be miserable in that because it's all that kind of stuff. But if I start focusing on the good and I think about, look at for miracles all around me and look for the good things happening and just that gratitude for the life that I have, whether it's motherhood, farm life, any of that kind of stuff, you can drastically change the way you feel about your life without changing a single thing. And I think that's something that I've learned in the last couple of years. And I wish I had known from the beginning that I get to decide, I can decide how I think about it. So that's what I would tell somebody. I love that. And I think you portray that through your Instagram page because thank you. just a few things I've seen. I mean, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it you who just shared last night about the sunset? Yes. Yes. I thought you had that. And in, in all of the smoke that's coming down here right now, there's still the beauty of how awesome the sunset was last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like I said, I've just through your stories, I think I've seen that a lot that you, you do portray that. So that's, that's well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad it comes across. Yes. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me. Do you want to share with everyone where they can find you on Instagram? What, what your yeah. Instagram is? So my Instagram is Heather Neenhauser, just my name. So maybe you'll have to type that in the. Yes, I will never. (laughs) Because I'm not, you'll never remember how to spell it probably, even if I spelled it now. Um, But yeah, uh, Heather Neenhauser. So that's all right. Thank you so much for joining. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you feel more equipped to take on your role of everyday life as a busy farm mom. I hope to continue the learning and conversation with you on Instagram. You can find me at 2383farms. And if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot to share to your stories, share it with another mom friend, or leave a review. This helps me reach more and more overwhelmed moms looking for quick, helpful tips. Thank you again. You're doing great, mama. See you next time.